I, I said, don't record this. Oh. <laughs> I, said, I, I, said, I said, I asked for a rent relief and my wife told me to get back. <laughs> you can take that whichever way you want, but she's my landlord, right? Good Go morning, good afternoon and good evening. You're listening to the All Talk Car Podcast. Full isolation. Deck, full deck in isolation, but we've got a guest tonight. We've got the fabulous, wonderful, special Bradford Berry from North Shore BMW, salesman extraordinaire. How are you, mate? Mate, I am all good and uh, without the Rona, so I'm okay. No That's Rona well, there. Mate, I'm how? Rona. Any, any Rona? And in the background, you can hear the other two clowns. Roscoe, how are you, mate? Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. How? What? How looks like he's in a strip joint. He's got glass behind him. He's got mirrors behind him. And no kids. Are you in a yeah. kid's bedroom? Yeah, it's a kid's bedroom. <laughs> Where are the kids? That, that, that's a, that's the really sick room. Like, man, you sick, bro. Hey, um, hey, guys. We've, so obviously last week and this week we're doing it on, through in isolation. Everyone's in their house and we're we're all on Zoom, um, video chat for those who have been living under a rock. And last week you could have heard a few giggles because I was putting some funny funny interactive backgrounds up. And the last one they heard was a girl in a bikini with some very very large breasts. <laughs> And I hadn't used my computer for probably three or four days, and I had a very, um, a very important work. Uh, how would I say? I basically, I had, a, I had a work conference with a very large airline that I work with. And there would have been fifty people on the Zoom chat. <laughs> Dialed me in, and I've got because it was set up differently. I couldn't see what was my, what my background was. I got a text message from someone to say, hey, you've got a massive set of cans behind you and you're on the big screen. And I was like, what? Anyway, I flicked over to the different view and all I could see was this girl in a leopard bikini and all I could see from one of them was, mate, I was the star of the show. Do you know how fucking embarrassed I was? It was terrible. My wife got a video. You know, everyone's been sending videos to each other and there was like a group of eight Zoom uh, a work meeting, and one of the one of the uh, staff members forgot. Oh, the guy with the no clothes on. Yeah, that yeah. <laughs> there was one she forgot she was on Zoom. What, what are you? What are you talking no, about? No, no. <laughs> Hang on, I'm on the thing. Just wait a second. Yeah. The the Sorry, girl fellas. she she took her phone with her into the <laughs> toilet, not realizing the cameras on, and she's sitting on the toilet. <laughs> the meeting's Hey, Brad, are you doing the uh, the newsreader approach? The the top half is business, and downstairs hey, is. I'll tell you a story. What, once once upon a time, hmm, Ross, when, I, when I was my, young, my kids have been running around all week going boobies, boobies, boobies up to that. There you go. But I had a uh, I when in a previous history, I was dared to spend an entire day at my desk at work with no pants on for hundred bucks. And you did it? Middle of summer, did it. In the dealership? Had to pretend the whole day in a dealership. They would come into my office, walk cars, busy day. Oh, look, I can't get up. I've hurt my leg. I'm really sorry, but hi, nice to meet you, nice to meet you, nice to meet you. 5.30, Where were 100 you bucks came across the deck. They're in the draw. <laughs> yeah, that's... that's good hundred. That's, I earned it. I earned it. I would have done it for five bucks. <laughs> I probably would have done it for free, but, you know, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Someone gave you 100 bucks, right? You know, uh, so, Brad how, how, and Brad, how are we going out there in the car world? Mate, it's, uh, it's surprisingly busy. Um, 
it's there's there's a lot of different stories around the joint. I mean, some of the big groups have, um, you know, benched a lot of staff, uh, which is really difficult. You know, I mean, as much as everyone goes big bad car dealers, there's the majority of them are guys that were just, you know, working people, earning a living, you know, feeding their family, as as, as, you, as you know, a lot of others are in the world. Mm-hmm. So uh, ASG, so Auto Sports Group, I think. Uh, Sort of um, parked, you know, three, four hundred staff. Um, I think that there's still um, more to come through automotive, um, but there's also opportunities amongst it, right? You, you can look still, at your can business. Can you not go to like, a dealership? Can I not go to the dealership to look at a car? Or no, you I? can. Yeah, we're an essential service. Come on. So you don't know how. Okay, so when it comes to the 1.5, the social distancing. So if I if I wanted to t- BMW doesn't sell any multivans, how do I go on a test drive in a Z4? Yeah, so we're we're doing contactless test drives, drive on yourself for the first time. We we haven't done that as a business um, before. It's usually always a company. Yeah. Um. So uh, we're doing you know overnight test drives for people to get appraisals in their own time. And on the flip side as well, you know we've we've got to make sure our staff are okay with valuing cars and servicing cars and getting them valeted. And, disinfected and protected as well so you know look do, do i think the the social distancing bit i mean we look at the statistics and everything it's all come back i think we've all done a cracking job on it yeah um it's a matter now of just being a bit sensible right like i, I think the whole you know shaking hands and, and and all of that is probably out the window for us as a society for a long time now isn't that crazy and, that's what you're told to you know you tell your kids shake his hand whatever now it's like Right. My daughter was singing a song before or she was mucking around with a new little sort of Dick Tracy style watch that she got and she was talking into it and I said, just, just say anything. She's like, oh, okay, um, wash your hands three times, um, don't shake the other person's yeah. hand. And she was literally rattling off, you know, social distancing. It's, uh, it's duck and cover for this generation, right? It's bizarre. But, but that, that's the generation, you know, and you look at you look at the old Greeks uh, and, and, you know, the old, the old wogs and they would always... Um, you know, turn around and, and you know... And kiss you on the lips. Kiss, well, no, 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 not, not for that, but people, they're really cautious, right? Wear a jumper, do this, do that, do that. You just, what the fuck's wrong with them? Back in my day, you wouldn't go out without a jumper if you weren't wearing any shoes. And it might be the thing now. You know, what are you shaking his hand for? Are you fucking crazy? Mm. So... Yeah, but... I mean, look, I, I think that we're, we're just looking at, at business now and going, right, who can we... What can we consolidate with jobs? You know, how do we get people working more efficiently? Who can work from home in reality? Who can't work from home? Um, we closed the last two Sunday Mondays. Um, and how did that go? Didn't lose any sales? Mate, it was fine, but uh, look, the, the network just can't come to an agreement. So, you know, again, we had most of Sydney was closed, but then one dealership opened, so another one opened. And then the, the, the two that opened were going, ah, oh, yeah, we, we, we sold a couple of cars on Sunday. Sunday's a bloody expensive day for car dealers because the staff that work all get a, a Sunday loading. Um, and yes, they transact, but you've got all your casual staff there because you still have to run reception and baristas and car park attendants and all that sort of stuff. Um, so, you know, the, uh, the logic of actually closing on Sundays, um, you know, good financially. I don't think it's going to sell anyone less cars. Mm. Um, but also, like when you think, right, this is a, a business or an industry that closes in a retail sense you know, maybe four days of the year. You know, we close New Year's Day, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, Anzac Day, and, and you know, Easter. only recently the Easter long weekend. Yeah. So you sort of think if, if Sunday became that day that everyone was closed, 
then you know you've got one day that, that, that all of these people can actually have with their families and have a normal life. And you actually make um, more money in the dealership because you're not pouring money into people standing around. Correct. Your and and maybe, Brad, you know, there's dealerships that do that though, right? There's like I think there's a lot there's of a few, dealerships yeah, Port, don't open. Correct. And this is where the weird thing is. I mean, um, Porsche haven't opened on Sundays for an age, but you know they sell you know a couple of thousand cars a year, not even I think in Australia. Um, Mercedes Benz have started trialling that. Um, Sydney's the only joint, right? Sundays usually around the rest of the country, dealerships closed, other than maybe some specialty stores. But Sydney's been open and trading actively for my 25 years in automotive, and I don't know that it's going to change anytime soon because it's just that little factor of going, man, well, if, if the guy up the road is, we better, and just becomes a, uh, a domino effect. Brad, has head office given you, like, a list of do's and don'ts, or has it been dealership to dealership with regards to dealing with the public, uh, test drives, insurance, things like that. So if, if before there was the dealer next to you, but now you're given the yep. keys to a $100,000 car, um, has yep. head office said you can and you can't, or is it is it dealer principle? So, well, there's two there's two head offices there. So in, in our example, we're owned by a larger group. And that larger group absolutely has, has been mindful of um, its commitments with its staff um, for their own safety, be it if it's through sales or service, and very quickly things like letting customers drive on their own. We wrote a policy for that. The social distancing measures, not getting in lifts with customers, all these sorts of things came in quickly. BMW as a group at large, both in Australia and globally, have um, been on the front foot very much um, around um, you know, being sensible and still transacting and how to digitise and what we can do to actually still conduct as normal as business as possible in a tactile world like cars. Um, they've provided us uh, additional loan cars that we can access to try, um, you know, some of these overnight test drives where instead of, you know, you go for the 20 minute informative drive with a sales guy, you come and grab one, take it for a night and a day, bring it back the next day, and then we, you know, answer your questions and see how it fits. Um, I did that 365 times, I wouldn't need to buy a car. Well, you, yeah. You just have okay. to pay the subscription service, Roscoe. Uh-huh. So, but we, we, use Pete's, we use Pete's credit cards. We've got, got a, it. What's with my credit card? 3X3. You're the one that told me that I had a $300,000 approved um, lease limit. Yeah, but Ross has spent that now. It's just I've already a, bought it. Yeah, 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 we can spend it. I just can't afford to maintain it. <laughs> well, no, you just... So here's the Put it on JobKeeper. Right? So, no, here's the thing. BMW Finance, very cleverly, will let you go instantly on a three-month payment holiday. So you can draw down and take delivery of a new car right now and suspend that loan for three months out of the gate. Is this a COVID? Is this COVID? Really? Uh, this, yes. So is this a COVID thing, Brad, or is this just... Yeah. Okay. Yep, so that's, that's encouraging people not to delay taking delivery. So one of the things that happened in the, the first few weeks of it is there a lot of hardship calls come about. And some of those you have people that are... Um, uh, I guess educated opportunists that'll sort of sit there and go right well this is good you know if I can protect my you know five grand a month commitment instead of putting it into a car I'll, I'll apply it somewhere else and whatever it's not saying they're not going to meet their commitments they're just you know juggling as we all are yeah. and then there were the sort of the few customers and other customers who legitimately were going holy crap what do I do right mm-hmm. like you think hairdressers restaurants all these guys who um, sit there and go my cash flow's gone so uh, we had a very high level of cancellations and um, 
I guess, delays in the initial months, where initial weeks when people were sort of still getting their head around it. And then BMW's reaction was, look, you know what, people are going to be nervous, it'll settle down, but let's do this instead. We'll draw down your loan, take your car, enjoy your new BMW, take three months, no payments, and then we'll activate the repayments later on and we'll work through what we need to as things um, progress. So I think the answer there is we all know that this isn't an, ever, it, this isn't an indefinite problem. Right, good business people and savvy people will continue to have profitable, profitable ventures and, and, and do all those things and buy cars, but it's just that unknown of the probably three or four months that we're in. So I think you've done a good job. And how's uh, the factory? Are they still pumping cars out in, in Germany and America or have they stopped? Yeah, look, they, they stopped for a little while, Pete. I'm actually not across um, if they've reactivated yet. We had some production pushed back um, from April into May. So cars um, I had been built um, in the last 20 days, none of those have been built yet. It's just all been put back to May production. Um, I'm not sure if that's a global production stop or if they've just gone right. Australia can wait a month. We're going to fill a hole somewhere else where we have a few weeks off, whatever. But I think the reality is, is that the size of the three big Germans in the economy in Europe, they make such a bloody impact on the economy over there. They need them to build cars. Yeah. You know, so well, they're not they, going they to... They need people to be cars. doing things, right? Yeah. It's kind of like the, the airline industry here, you know, and we, we had an unfortunate uh, thing today with Virgin mm. um, going into administration, the 16,000 jobs there. But if you look at it, here in Australia, we, we we need the airlines to you know we need the airlines to fly. We need the casinos to be open. We need mm. we need all this shit to be happening because you know they talk they're talking about unemployment. You know, every, no one's got jobs. Well, no one's got jobs because they've they've closed every pub. They've closed every, you know the casinos, the, the planes. I mean, the service industry. It's just everything. You know, I was at the, I drove past the airport the other day, and um, I looked at the, I had my wife in the car. I turned to turned to the where the car park is. You know, the the long term car park. And it was full, and I was like, "Oh my god, there's a lot of people flying." And it was all the rental cars that are normally out on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all the rental <laughs> yeah, cars. Right. They're all in long term. Yeah, mate. Yeah, the, the, the amount of rental cars that are there are crazy. Oh, I've got a mate that's got a, a business that um, rents. I think I said this to you guys last week. He rents cars to Uber drivers. There's a two week buy like there's a two week buyout. So you say, hey, "Right, I want to drive that," you know, that Nissan Cash Cash Car, Cash Car, whatever it's called, or my whatever, Nissan Pathfinder. No, no one wants to drive that. No, if they're an Uber driver, they're a Range Rover. I'll drive my Camry. Yeah. Range Rover do it as well. So it's like $600 a month. And you can say, okay, in two weeks' time, I want to give the car back. When all of this shit hit and the plane stopped, he literally said, I've had every car come back. And he said, I can't even mm. wholesale those cars because no one's even buying them. Mm. So normally mm. what would happen is, you know, Brad and Pete and Hal. Well, there's no auctions. You know, you, you guys send the cars back, and then he just auctions it off and gets his money back, and he's square. He yeah. he, he rang me that day. He goes, I need to put seventy five cars somewhere. Where can I put them? I'm like, oh, I don't know. He has a meeting before. Um, so we put them on the farm. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> we're pulling, the we're, paddock bashes. I've now got a wrecking business. It's awesome. He's going to get a back. Yeah, you know, parts or something. Huh? But yeah, like the the the, the market, the, everything's changed. You know, it's, it's a bizarre, it's a bizarre world, and I think. Um, not just the car industry, but everything will change. And for the good too, you know, you look at it and go, uh, when I, that thing in Venice really stuck with, you know, when you looked at the, the canals were clear and they had fish in it, 
Okay. Now, I'm 44 years old, and I don't reckon I've ever seen footage of Venice where you can see the bottom of the canal, ever. Never. And I've watched that Never. many travel bloody documentaries that seen Venice in it, right? Yeah. And now you look and think, Christ, in such a short period of time, that's what's Look changed. how it's healed. Yeah, there's yeah. crocodiles you know, look on at... Mexican beaches. There's crocodiles on Mexican beaches there. Really? Yeah, mm. there were some photos today. Mm. Oh, they need some crocodiles <laughs> down at Bondi Beach. Did you see the Mexicans um, making the um, Corona uh, pinatas? Have you seen yeah, I that? saw that. That was hilarious. That was just how good that. There's some funny shit on the net at the moment. Everyone's got oh, a sense man. of humour. It's, it's get, the internet well, well, is just I, I the everyone's blaming the Chinese, but considering how much pollution's been cleared up, Greta could have done this all. <laughs> you think it's You're Greta's fault? Fucking... How dare you? How let's, dare let's just blame Greta. There, there was actually the. Um, there was some woman in the states was blaming, um, was saying that uh, it's the Mexicans' fault because they didn't climb over the wall. No, because she's from Jack, she's from Jacksonville in um, down in Florida, right? And she goes, That's "We don't have Corona here. It's it's all the Mexicans drinking them down at the beach in Miami, right? We only drink uh, something nature's light in." Aluminium cans here, and you oh, can't cool, get cool, 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 cool light. light. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, it's interesting. Um, I've been watching a lot of um, a lot of car shows, and mm-hmm. I've, I watched Ozark as, Ozark as well. But I've been watching a lot of car shows. Rust Valley Restorers, that uh, the, the whole heap, and they're all just bogan hot rod builders. Wouldn't buy any of their cars. They're all <laughs> whatever. Yeah, <laughs> peace loving. Gas Monkey Garage, all that shit. They just build shit, right? And But I want to live where they live. I want to live in on a paddock with 400, you know, Plymouth freaking whatever they call them, Chevrolet that and Dodge Power Wagon, all that in my in my backyard. And you know, I'll grow a beard, shave my head. You know, kill cool. fucking... Yeah, yes, yellow, those yellow um, Yosemite boots. You know what kills me with those shows, with those wheeler dealer shows? Like, you've got a camera crew looking at you... Of course you're going to fucking buy it or sell it for whatever price yeah. they tell you or else you're not going to make the TV show. Well, but you know what? This, this, you go, you know, the Rust Valley Restorers is funny because every time they're selling a car, the guy's like this, this weird this weird Canadian accent. He's like, he's like, so we're going to start at 95. No, I want to pay 85. All right, how about we meet you in the middle? Deal. It's the same thing every time. <laughs> like, the fuck? It's like that porn star show. Oh, which like, one's that? No, you know, there were these oh, things. Oh, 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 that one. Oh, that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, that one. The people on that show are just the worst negotiators. It's like, okay, hoping for 20000 Great. What's the lowest you'd go? $5. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you $7.50. Oh, right. $3 is as best yeah. as I can do. Yeah. You know, they made a thousand of these. Right. And it's not really I'm from... It's not I'm really put from... a camera crew at work and see if, uh, see if our, our profit goes up. Is that how your second-hand car dealers work? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, let me tell you, that's that that's a market that's been absolutely pounded with fear. Um, I've valued, revalued some cars this week that I've valued maybe three weeks ago, and you're talking ten grand off them. Hi, uh, cars. Are we know, talking some bargains here? So, if I'm a consumer, Brad, shall I buy a second-hand bargain, mm-hmm. or do I still order the new car? What what what's what happens in a, in a um, situation like this? Look, it's challenging, right? Because the prices have dropped doesn't mean our our stock positions change. So the cars that we're pricing now 
are cars that we're probably nervous of, right? So we might have, let's pick an example. Let's say that um, a week ago I looked at a C63. And what a 2000, a black on black, they only came that way. I'll the take ba- it. Banks down pack. Good. Non-performance pack, I won't let you. Come on. Uh, so let, let's say that a week ago I valued that car. Or two, let's say three weeks ago I put a hundred dollars. It's a hypothetical, right. Ross. It's not real. Right? It's a fake one. Now that car for me to buy because I'm nervous and I'm going, right, I need to look at my stock holding, what's my average days in stock, all those sorts of things. I might price that car at 85 grand now going, you know what? I'm just nervous. If I've got to get that car and I need to wholesale out of it quickly, I'm going to burn lots of money. So you sort of want to, you need to cover yourself up front. Probably not vastly different from real estate or, or, or a stock market or anything really, right? Or if cookies. You're stuff, or cookies, yeah? If you're buying something in this climate, you want to buy it right. So if something goes the wrong way, you're not left holding the holding the baby, right? So are there bargains? Mate? Look, there's always, there are so many good opportunities in the new car world. The used car world, I think, is going to remain challenging because you've got double pressure. People don't want to drive to a stranger's house and look at a private sale car. No, like, no way. You think about it. Yeah. You see something advertised, you're going to go to some bloke's place and drive his C63 because it's, you know, of course you're not. So they're still going to oh. look at car dealers. Yeah, you wouldn't buy it though. Um, whereas new cars, they're the guys that get the subsidies from the governments. And if you look at someone like BMW, Audi, Benz's new cars, if the German government starts throwing money at, at, at BMW, that helps an Australian consumer. Head off the machine. Correct. This BMW Germany. Yeah, right? gotcha. So they can go, okay, we're going to be more flexible on what we're filling out these cars for because we need to get our volume back and we need to support our franchise network and blah, 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 blah. So new cars is where it's at. If you combine that with um, this instant asset write-off that's around, you've got this wonderful, um, I guess, perfect world in BMW at the minute where you've got hungry dealers who want to sell cars. You've got cars that are well supported by BMW Australia with campaigns, discounts, those sorts of things. You've got shit cheap finance. Yeah, well, you do and you don't. The cost of funds with cars is is quite different. particularly around guaranteed future values and stuff. You've got fair priced finance. I don't think the finance is really cheap at the minute, mm. but I don't think it's expensive and really the rate makes stuff all difference on your payment anyway. So yeah. you, you then have the sweeteners of things like service plans getting thrown in and all these sorts of things. The people that we saw transacting on cars at the start of Corona were all accountants, financial advisors and financially astute people who went, man, this is too good. I can go and buy a ninety thousand dollar three series, and I'll pay seventy six grand for it on a guaranteed buyback with servicing, and it's going to cost me a thousand bucks a month. Yeah. When can you buy a ninety grand car for a thousand bucks a month? Doesn't yeah. make sense, yeah. right? Um, so there's very very good opportunities there. The used car market, man, the cars owe us what they owe us. If we lose money on a used car, we lose proper money. So mm-hmm. you know you're going to find that the heavy stuff people will just sit on until they can re retail out of it. But, you know, you, you will see some dealers go broke over the next few months. Wow. You know? Um, that bad? That maybe bad. some big ones. Yeah. So if we as a BMW network, you look at that there's probably on average sold a week in the Sydney metro sort of, you know, region 120-odd cars. We've gone down to a couple of weeks of 30, 40 cars. Okay. Wow. And it's come back up again quickly, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that there was three weeks of complete fear and that three weeks of isolation. Now everyone's really going, eh, they're that bad. We'll yeah. still live with it. We'll work it out. 
yeah. it's, it's quietening down. And we're coming into the two busiest months of the year in, in automotive. You know, May and June, man, if the consumers are the winner. If you're ever going to go and buy a new car, the next two months are it. Don't think and wait until July or oh, wait till January when the sales are there of the last year's plates. These next two months are going to be the best transacting months for a consumer ever. The numbers you're seeing now, is it consistent with like a recession or a GFC? Or is this really um, unprecedented? Is this or is like, just everyone scared shitless? Yeah, is this like a weird Look, time? I, I, <laughs> I think in we're pretty lucky in Australia, right? All in all, we've got a high standard of living and a very supportive government, right? So do I think that as a nation we're going to be okay in the midterm? Yeah, we are. Um, when you look at the damage the GFC's done around the world and, you know, Greece is probably a good example of it, Roscoe, is still recovering yeah. from it, right? They yeah. haven't recovered from it. No, they haven't recovered um, from it. And, uh, you know, do, is it as bad as those? Look, it, it, it is. But it also, there's lots going for it. I think the government's doing a really good job with all of this stimulus stuff. I think it's, it's exceptional, doesn't matter who you vote for. I reckon yeah, they're doing a, a really great job. Um, yes, our kids are going to be paying it off, but look at it. Is it. It's probably in line with GFC, but the GFC lasted quite a while. It, it was a slow burn back up to normal. Yeah. I yeah. think what will happen with corona is you're going to have that psychology of people going, oh, we, we survived. Shit, let's go and buy a new car. Let's go and have some yeah. fun. Let's go on a holiday. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's going to be a much more positive exit to something like this, whereas the GFC was that slow crawl out of it. This will be very different. With I, I, was, I was watching, it's funny you say that, because I was watching a guy who, who talks, who was talking about the stock market, and he, he was showing the GFC being, a you know, the, the, the corona drop was like this. Not, I'm not huge on the stock market. I don't understand it a lot, but... You watched it. You, you, the way he explained it was, it was like literally they just fell off a cliff and then it just it just it just started to climb back up. But it's coming back up pretty 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 rapidly in in, in the jumps that it's doing. It's not going back to what it was. And then he then he overlaid it against GFC and the GFC was this this this, this plummet and then the burn back was so slow that mm. there must have been that much Very money. Linear. Yeah, that much money come out of the market, but yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I think how? What do you think? How do you how do you see the um the housing market? Oh, uh, look, that's well. If you're going to have ten percent unemployment, that's going to hurt the housing market. Can I just stop you there? Do you think there's a false? Do you think that ten percent is going to be false? Because because I, I don't, everyone's I, getting JobKeeper. Because I believe that JobKeeper is just yeah, there job to keep the numbers low. Ross, job the, the problem with JobKeeper is that you're going to get 1500 bucks a fortnight gross, right? So you still got to pay your PAYG on that, yeah. okay? Now, even in, like, my, 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 ad, my PA, I've got to top her up 400 bucks a fortnight if I want to keep her on the same hours, okay? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about purely the mechanics behind it being that they're keeping... They're keeping the employment level low because they've said we're just going to give everyone job keeper. Yeah, that's right. But if you go to the bank and you're on fifteen hundred bucks a fortnight, okay, yeah, or you've been laid off and you're back into work, well, we know how the banks look at it because I, I, I'm doing that. I've got a client that went to ANZ Bank, and this these guys have got money, right? He's a landlord and he's a tenant, and he went to ANZ and just asked them if we need to get this. Um, small medium enterprise government underwritten loan you know yeah. what do we need to do mate if i send you the email they sent in it's worse than a full doc 
It's, it's, I, I read it and I was like, mate, it's almost like when you read it, it's almost like don't bother. Yeah. Like it's, it's a full financials, it's six months deferred interest and it's got to get paid back in three years. But how are you going to borrow 250 grand and pay it back in, in three years? 10 grand a month. I got offered it by my bank without even applying for it. They yeah, rang me and said, you've been approved. Do you yeah. want it? I went, there's no way I'm touching a $250,000 loan. Yeah, it's only half secured by the government. Yeah, but you're pumping out both people. Banks, banks do nothing for free. Yeah. No. And I, I spoke to my bank and about defer how they defer your repayments for three or six months. You still get a default next to your name. They might, you? they might put a bracket COVID next to it, but it's still a default. So if you can yeah. afford to keep making your payments, you mm. are wise to keep doing it. But it's, I've had the same conversation. That first few weeks was a challenging one and I was taking every hardship call that came into the joint. So I didn't need you know, my staff to be effective with it. They're not pleasant things to have to deal with because you think, God, man, everyone's in it, right? Um, and I, I said it to the, the people, look, if you're doing it because you really absolutely have to get it, if you don't have to and you can hang on, hang on as long as yeah. you can before you defer it. That's right. Someone's always going to want their money, right? They're not doing it for nothing. They're not getting subsidised. And if you think about uh, BMW Finance as an example, mate, if everyone stops paying their debt, I mean, that, that's a huge finance book. Yeah, it's huge. That's a huge finance book. And that's back to a fully, re fully regulated bank in Germany. It goes everywhere, right, in banking. Yeah. And I mean, the, the money, dollars are the oil of the economy and you stop feeding your engine oil um, and slowly, slowly they're taking the money out of the economy. Um, that's correct. It's going to come I to a growing the, the housing market's going to probably see the ripple effects not going to be for a few more months because right now people aren't, you know, there's still transactions happening. I, 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 you know, a lot of my agent mates are still, you know, getting deals away because you got to remember, there's people that bought, uh, I mean sold, a month ago, two months ago. They're they cashed out. They're going to do settle. And they, they, they need, they're going to need to buy a property. They're not going to want to rent for the next yeah, year. That's true. That's true. But mm. the window we're facing now, so whatever, as soon as this lockdown stuff started four weeks ago and how long it goes for, it's when that six to eight weeks of slowdown catches up in a month or two when there was no transactions and all that. And then how it recovers out of that so the sooner we can get a degree of normality and by all means nothing's going to go back to normal anymore no, this the social distancing uh one people had an inspection things like what you guys do with bmw here guys take the keys go for a drive that's the norm that's going to be it that's going to be the norm here yeah, that's going to be the norm. you bend it you own it that's it yeah that's, you know, yeah. there's the premium there's your so you pay, if you bend it, you own it, mate. It's all yours. I, I bend it when I sit in the seat. But the, the thing is, um, you're going you, to you get you're going to have a phasing effect, and effectively, some cafes will slowly open up. You, you, the the last sector that's going to open is the tourist slash transport sector. Yeah, the the spread of this is because people are moving from country to country, and that'll be the last to open up. Uh, yeah. travel and flights so, so then domestically would be an obvious place for you know the the the, uh, the the reopening or the yeah you know the motivation to take place right if we keep our external borders tight how lucky are we that we're in australia and we can go south and yeah. go skiing you can go north and go to the beach you know well, um, is completely sold out even though they're saying the ski season is not going to be on it's completely sold out so it's very and, and we can and we can feed ourselves i mean we're pretty lucky mm. here we just can't build yeah. anything can't buy any more Holden. That's 
How does everyone feel about that? How has the Holden Could, market still gone up? Couldn't give a fuck. Hey? The Holden's gone. They're a piece of shit. I are mean, they, are they still you know, got a hold in the house? You've got an HSV. Camaro, no, HSV's called the Camaro today. So what did they do? HSV has punted the Camaro. Mm. The Camaro. Yeah, because they stopped building the factories. One of those stopped. other things that don't go around corners that they do. Oh, like a Mustang. You know, yeah, the, um, they're all the same. The, 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 why don't we get those big monster trucks? Some of Which those ones? massive F 150s from America. Yeah, you, got them. Oh. you can have them. Look at Ram. Ram's out. Ram's out. They're going. They're, 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 what a success story that is. They've had to amp uh, almost double their shifts to do the right hand drive conversion. Well, they're doing 24 hour shifts. Really? Yeah. For, yeah. for Australia yeah. or for the UK? Yeah, yeah. just for Australia. Australia. Yeah. And what are they worth? Australia. Oh, Google that. What are they yeah, worth? Or what do they cost? 90, 100. What are they, they cost? They started 80, 80 to about 115. For a fucking truck. Yeah, and, yeah. T- and Toyota is... buy a Honda. Yeah, but hang on, hang on. Ross, no, you wouldn't. this is not a truck. I mean, this is... It's an actual truck. This is a it's truck. It's an actual truck. You'll, you'll tow four ton, four and a half ton with this as opposed to two and a half with a normal U. Oh, look yeah. at these. And the good kids. thing is, is because they're so big, your penis gets really small automatically. <laughs> so, and, and Toyota yeah. are dying to bring the Tundra in at right-hand drive, which is pretty no, much like right, a land. It's $200,000, these trucks. No, no, no that's for the, the stupid, stupid one. with are going Yeah, that's the big ones. Yeah. Yeah. The ones you can put it on there, right? What'd you so, say? What is the reaction? All three of you just go, are you kidding me? What'd you say? Say... So, so the downside of air riding. Yeah, seriously. You need to What's go your downside, brother? You know, it's, it's, it's been too long since you bought a car, Ross. You've got to call me tomorrow, mate. I can tell you're itchy. I can tell you're itchy, brother. The shit that I've done to the boat while I've been in lockdown. Oh, my God. Ross, I've got to take you to sleep. Can you put that pole back in it? Yeah, of course it is. Good boy. Okay. What was that, Pete? I've got to take you to see me. You'll have a heart attack with what you can buy there. Oh, my God. It would just... The wheels, the suspension. I've already started picking out wheels for the X6. Which is not coming. <laughs> that is. It's coming, yeah, it'll Brad. Be, it'll, be, it'll be July 2027. Oh, it's back on, is it? Great. Yeah, so. It's a Lego. It's a Lego one. Hey, Ross, the good thing is by July 2027, you'll be allowed to have more than two people in the car. <laughs> <laughs> that means they'll be able to pick you and Helen. Uh, you and Peter. Hey, um, I did buy something, though, um, because my wife's going to kill me if she finds out what I put. I bought a CNC router. A what? <laughs> What's that? For what? I bought a, like a like a router, like a you know, like a CNC machine that cuts shit out. What for? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking you've bought an internet thing, and I'm going, what? <laughs> That's how fast you need. Fucking Hound needs one of those. Hound's still an ADSL two by Hey, Hal, did someone pick up the phone in the other room? <laughs> It's a, it's a CNC router, and I can cut like shit out of metal and plastic and engrave stuff. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do with it, but I'm going to build it. Yeah. When the X6 arrives, we'll take the bonnet off it, and you can like cut a pattern. You can like carve a pattern straight through the bonnet of like, you know, we could go An full Smokey and the Bandit and do exactly that in front of the Pontiac. But instead of painting it, instead of painting it, we'll carve it into it. We we'll get a German chicken on the bonnet. Yeah, yeah. Chicken. That's a great <laughs> guys. Good idea. So I've been buying a lot of useless shit that I don't need. The amount of deliveries that come to the door, it's like, what the fuck? What is this LED strip lighting thing? Or what's this? What's this? So yeah, it's for I'm, work. Yeah. For the office. It's W H and S thing. Yeah. So now I've just had everything started getting delivered down to the boat. Oh yeah, birth number fifty three. Just <laughs> leave it on there, it's fine. Yeah. 
So, <laughs> crazy. Oh, we're keeping you up, Al. Yeah, sorry, Al, it's a late one. Al's just giving us the hint that he wants to start lying down on the bed. <laughs> the girls are getting itchy, they want to come in. <laughs> you want to roll over? I'd say have we driven anything exciting if we've done anything exciting car wise but we haven't I was going to pick up an X6 <laughs> last week but oh, speak for yourself yeah. I've been smoking I've been smoking around an X7 last two nights gee I like that car well I was going to I was going to drive a black on black one but I yeah. fucking didn't get around to getting it picking up it's there so the X7 so what you put the wife at the, the far row at the back and the kids in the middle now, get... first class is in the back, so the kids go in the very last row. Yeah. Then you fold down the middle seat so they feel like they're in first class. Yep. And then you just sit up the front, and they're like nine metres away from you. Tell me, um, in the US, Brad, this car comes in a with, with six yeah, chairs. six. Three, three, Why three, doesn't three, it come yeah, in Australia with six chairs? Um, because the demand would be nothing, and they'd have to crash test it. Oh, oh well, for the chairs? It. Let's bring it in. Yeah, you've got to buy like four of them to well, get one. Mercedes... G63. They've mm-hmm. started. They've started doing that in the five-seat configuration, and there's been that much demand for a seven-seater, and obviously they want to sell a two hundred and eighty thousand dollar fucking car that looks like it's from nineteen twenty-two. <laughs> they've made the G wagon. The G wagon. Yeah. They've made a bench seat, a, tr- a troop carrier bench seat in the back. So mm-hmm. you've got the five seats, and then the two kids sit opposite each other in the back. So they look at it. So they look yeah. at each other side on. So they're side on. Very strange. So that's an option now from from Mercedes. You can option the Mercedes G sixty three. Remember, remember, remember the old jump seats on the the in the eighties Volvo's and Merck station the wagons. The Volvo, they, yeah. they yeah. faced the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Clipping off the traffic behind you. Yeah, so the kids the Benz, could. The, didn't Ben start that in the E class wagon? Yeah, yeah the three hundred. That, 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 yeah. No, it was wasn't. It was a two eight. 300 TD, 300 TD. Yeah, the equivalent, yeah. Oh, that, that was a cool car. Someone needs to get one of those and yeah. air ride the, so the fire, kids... fire extinguisher under the passenger seat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, rear-facing seats, brown on brown. And the kids red could... On brown, yeah. Red on brown. And the kids oh. could see the truck come in and hit them. Yeah, yeah. unreal. Yeah. <laughs> actually, yeah, you know what? If you had an accident in that car, that, okay, that would hurt. Yeah, <laughs> okay, no. What was that American car when they when it got rear-ended and blew up? The Pinto. The Pinto. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> yeah. Oh, one of those stupid Rust, those Rust Valley restorers. They they made the Pinto an electric car. Ugh. They got rid of the no Pinto. electric cars. Uh, Maybe yeah. that's the next thing. I can't wait. You reckon the i four? Yeah, that would make all of them. That the would be would BMW doing what the world is doing with those things is so exciting. So do I buy you know, an electric I'm saying, car? Uh, not yet. Next one you will. Oh really? Fuck. I don't like them. I don't yeah. like the. And Brad, can I ask you that the new M3s are going to have the beaver teeth? That is that grill yeah. that big? Yep. Really? And it's going to look gangster AF. You reckon? It is going to be fabulous. It's like a sideways vagina. It's going to be straight out of Bankstown. Oh yeah. So when you think through like car design, have you ever known a reality of an ugly BMW? Never. Oh. So oh, you Z, can see all this Z3. stuff. Like the Z3. Z3. Mate, that Z3 was the hottest thing on the road. Oh, if you go. an A. If you're when a hairdresser or a clown. When that came out that first James Bond movie, everyone wanted one. That's the only, that's the only car James Bond didn't pick up in. Didn't what? James Bond, that's the only car James Bond did not pick up in. 
One second. Jackson, what's your oh, I think he did all right. He did all right. Bugatti Chiron? He looked like he was... Um, what was it? He would have done well driving along Oxford Street in that Z3. What did he say, La Ferrari, Roscoe? No, Sesto Alimento. Oh, is, okay. he, is he still saving? Do you saving? know what a Sesto Alimento is? Yeah, something you can't, he it's, can't it's, afford. You can't buy it. It's like a one-off Lamborghini that they built for a freaking movie. <laughs> when, he's a, when he's a tech billionaire, he wants to build one. Yeah. If there's one, okay. the, the only, the one that, there's, there's the bread van, the M, the, the Z3, yeah. Oh, man. Like, that car in the metro is even, magnificent. You know what? You try, try getting a mm. decent one. You they can't started find 100 it. grand. Yeah, you can't find and it. They're, they're yeah. a piece of shit, too. Oh, they were all right. They were pretty good. They're rubbish. They're rubbish. Mate, Mitsubishi Lancer GLI. That was a car. What about the Triton? He still hasn't bought it yet. He's still just driving it. Do those overnight ones for a year. I reckon they won't even ring me to bring it back. No, all shit aside, guys, all shit aside. I still look at a Mark 7 or a Mark 7.5 Golf R. Pete, you can agree or disagree with me. I still look at the high-performance Golf, and I go, for 60 grand, that's a good-looking car. Bang for it's your got buck. Lots of performance, and it just says, I'm cool. Huh? That's bang for your buck, that yeah, car. No. Yeah, it says, yeah, yeah, mate. No. Huh? Too old now, Roscoe. Yeah. No. You need a flux capacitor in that one, mate, to take you back to 25. Oh, uh, Really? I said, yeah. this is my wife the other day. I said, oh, should I get a golf? She said, I'll give you some fucking hill plates as well. Yeah, like, no. Mate, <laughs> mate, you, mate, you do, you do that. She's going to jack the rent up. Get <laughs> 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 She'll be in in a minute, mate. Hey, hey Ross, are you a baker? <laughs> 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 Woo! Right. Do we finish oh. on that? Have you seen that one? Where, um, the husband's sitting on the couch. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. And the wife's like, yeah. and the wife's like, oh, the, the tap's a bit loose. Can you, sweetheart, come and fix the tap? And the husband goes, oh, I'm not a plumber. So then um, she's about to close the door and it's squeaking. Oh, sweetheart, can you come and fix the, the door? Oh, I'm not a carpenter. So uh, the husband went to work. He comes back in the afternoon. He goes, oh, the door's working. Oh, the tap's working. And the wife goes, yeah, I've got the uh, neighbour next door to come and fix all the things that you couldn't do. And he goes, oh, and what did he want in return? She goes, oh, you either wanted me to make him a cake or um, sleep with him. And the husband goes, so what type of cake did you make him? And the wife looked at him and goes, I'm not a baker. What <laughs> <laughs> the other one with a guy on the couch with his wife and he sits there and he's like, with all these fucking cooking shows... Wouldn't you think you know how to cook? And he says, he said that, Brad? Yeah. With all these cooking shows, you think you know how to fucking cook? And she turns around and goes, with all those fucking pornos, you think you know how to fuck. (laughs) (laughs) You can bleep that out. Oh, no, I mean, that's our first swear word after 40 minutes. Would you like to, A, spend the next 14 days in lockdown with your wife, or B, 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 B. Uh, <laughs> all right, Brad, all right, mate, thanks for all coming right. on, Brad, and giving us a bit of insight. Uh, guys. We talked a lot about cars tonight. Oh, no, we did. No, you gave us a good insight on um, how the dealerships oh, are dealing with um, this uh, pandemic, epidemic, and goddemic. 
So um, it looks like we'll probably get through it pretty quickly. But thank you for that insight as to uh, us buying a three series for a thousand bucks a month for free for three months. So. Well, you know what we should do? We should just uh, just come over and test drive some cars, bro. Just drop them off. Right, yeah. yeah. Is it the Ferrari come how last week? The Ferrari come? No. The what? The no, Ferrari. Corina got delayed. Did it come? What come? What are you talking about? The Ferrari last week got a test drive. They brought the Ferrari to you. No. 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 Okay. I didn't even call me back. Ah. Really? No. Then you. The four Range Rover Sports, I ordered. That's Sorry, mate. We don't have a used car department. All right. All right. Well, Brad, thanks, guys. Thank you for listening. See you, Jim. Um, hope right, it runs. Everyone, hope it runs nice and well. And um, download thanks, us. You, you know where to find us. And if you want to email us, alltalk at outlook.com.au and uh, send us your questions and any other ideas you got during this lockdown period. So, thank you again, and bye for now. Right. See you later. Right. See you, everyone. Bye.